0: Thanks for listening to the Valley Point Church Podcast. We hope it's a blessing to you. Easter to you. It is truly an honor and a privilege to celebrate this day with you. I am so thankful that you are here. Will you do something with me? Will you take your program out right now and inside you will find a connection card. If you could grab that card and just begin the process of filling out the information there, that would be very helpful. You can fill out one card Per family. If you are with us for the very first time, I want to extend a special welcome to you and a special happy Easter to you. If you'd simply fill out as much information as you're comfortable with, that would be great. On the other side of the card, you will notice that there are some next steps. I want to draw your attention to just one right now, and that is next Sunday, April the 8th. My wife and I will be hosting a lunch called Meet the Pastor. And I would love if you are new or newer to Valley Point to check that. And we'll have a spot ready for you next Sunday after the 11 o'clock gathering in our office building right next door. This is our way to talk, to get to know each other, and to share a meal together. So if you are new or newer, please check that little spot right there We would love to have that time with you. At the close of our gathering today, we'll talk to you about these other next steps and what you'll be able to do with these connection cards. While you're filling out the cards, I want to share this with you. The last time we as a church celebrated Easter on this piece of property was in 2004, It was after that Easter we made the move to begin worshiping in the Garnet Valley Middle School to accommodate growth here at the church. And we worshiped for several years there until moving back to this piece of property and into our new home this past December. So we're home. It feels great. Happy first Easter in our new home. God is good. Can we thank him for that? God is good, and again, it's just a real joy and a pleasure to be able to celebrate with you. Before we continue, will you just pause with me and let's pray together. Father, we step into your presence now and we're excited about Easter and what this day means and what it represents. God, I pray that you'd help us to listen now to what you want to say to us through your word I pray that we would be ready to respond and trust you and express gratitude for your wonderful plan of reaching out and loving us and rescuing each and every one of us. We thank you for this day. Give us a wonderful time now of responding to you, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Well, I think Easter is an extraordinary day because it is a celebration of what I consider to be history's greatest event. A man who was dead came back to life. That's shocking. Like, that's not supposed to happen, but it did, and that is what makes Easter so remarkable and so special. Think about this for a moment. No life. No life, death, and I think most of us understand that death is very final, and that's exactly what happened to Jesus. His beaten and mutilated body was taken down from a cross on a Friday and prepared for burial and placed in a tomb. The reason his body was taken from the cross and prepared for burial and placed in a tomb is because there was no life, no life. Jesus had died, his closest followers had scattered, the dream was over. No life, but then life. Think about that. Death, no life, and then resurrection life all of which came at a great cost, a great cost. You know, there's something beautiful about life, isn't there? My wife, Tanya, and I have six children, ranging in age from 22 all the way down to seven. And when our first child was born, on October 18th, 1995, when our son entered the world, there was life. Life and it was miraculous and it was beautiful. The miracle of life we enjoyed, and then we had another life on June eighteenth, nineteen ninety-seven, and then another life on July fourteenth, two thousand, and then another life on November twenty-third, two thousand and two, and then another life on August the twenty-third. 2006, and then another life on February the 7th, 2011. Six beautiful miracles. Are you impressed that I remembered all of the dates? Come on, come on. Now, don't ask me their ages. I have no idea. I just know the range 22 to 7. All the kids in the middle are on their own. And I can say that because I'm a middle child. Here's a picture of my family. These are my beautiful kids. And it's amazing how quickly they grow. And boy, that comes at a cost, doesn't it? It sure does. But life is miraculous though, isn't it? It's a gift. It's precious. It is special. Imagine now giving up a child to do something that would come at a great cost. And that cost would be their life. Just imagine that for a moment. That you would have to give up a child to do something. And it would come at a cost, and that cost would be their life. We would say no to that every single time. And the reason we would say no to that is because no thing, no event, no cause is worth the life of a human being, let alone the life of one of our kids. We would say no to that a hundred percent of the time. Yet, this is what God the Father did for us. He gave up his one and only son, life. And then that life was cut short, no life. And then there was life again. Life, no life, and then life again. This is the story of Easter, and God the Father was willing to pay a high price because you're worth it. And maybe you haven't heard that in a long time. Maybe you have never heard that. You are beautiful and worth a high price to God. He gave his only son to accomplish something we could not do on our own, all of which came at a cost. Here's our big idea for today, and I would encourage you to take out your talk notes and fill in some of these blanks. This big idea is going to frame the rest of our conversation. Here it is. Enjoy Easter, all right? And that's something that can and should happen for all of us. It's very possible. Enjoy Easter by acknowledging the high price Jesus paid so we could know him. And I want to think through that now. Enjoy Easter by acknowledging the high price Jesus paid so we could know him. If you have a Bible or a device, I want you to find Romans chapter 5. I am going to read a few different verses from this amazing chapter. I'm going to begin with verse 1, which helps us to know God the Father gave his one and only Son, and we can enjoy Easter by acknowledging the high price Jesus paid so that we can know him. Here are the amazing words of Romans chapter 5, verse 1. It says this, therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Such a shocking and beautiful verse. We can be at peace with God. I can be at peace with God. You can be at peace with God. Such an extraordinary thought. And it's not because of what I have done. Now it's because of what God through Christ has done for us, incredible. Verse six, when we were utterly helpless, and I wanna pause there for a moment and think about this word utterly because in the construction of the sentence, it means when we were weak or unimpressive or without strength. Have you ever felt that way? So you could read that verse to say when we were without strength or when we were weak or when we were unimpressive, when we were utterly helpless, here's what happened. Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, here's some interesting thoughts starting with verse 7. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person. That's true. Though someone might perhaps, maybe, be willing to die for a person who is especially good. Maybe we would do that. But here's God. And here's his demonstration. Here's what he did, verse 8: But God showed or God demonstrated his great love for us. And how did he do that? By sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. That doesn't even make sense. I mean, we wouldn't even die for a good person. God sent his only son to die for us when we were still at war against him. That doesn't even make sense, but yet that's exactly what has happened. Let me ask you this. Do you feel hopeless sometimes? Broken? Dirty? Worthless? marginalized, unlovable, then just know that Easter is for you. Easter is for you because God put on this tremendous show his great demonstration of love in sending Jesus to have life and then to give his life and then to have life again. So no matter how you feel, whether you feel great today or Whether you're doubting yourself and you feel down, know that Easter is for you, and it all came at a great cost. Verse 9 goes on to say, And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved Through the, say this word with me, life. Say it again, life. That's our word. Jesus, life, no life, and then resurrection life. It all came at a great cost for us. We will certainly be saved, the verse says, through the life of his son. And then this whole section, this beautiful chapter wraps up by saying this. So now we can rejoice. So there's another one of our words. We can enjoy Easter because it's for you. It's for me. We can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Okay, it's Easter 2018. Let's think about this. God paid a great price. Hopefully that's beginning to make sense for you or you're remembering it again in a fresh way. God paid a great price for you by sending his son. And I want you to think about this for a moment. God pursues people so that he can have a relationship with them. God's constantly in pursuit of people. And maybe, perhaps... This Easter, God is pursuing you. He's chasing you. And you desire to be at peace. With him, which is what Romans chapter 5, verse 1 tells us, we can have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. So maybe you're getting and you're understanding that God is in pursuit of you because of his deep love, and that doesn't make sense, and you might not be able to understand it, but you're sensing that, and you want to be at peace with God. The challenge with all of that is And the problem is being at peace with God is not automatic. It doesn't just happen. It's not a done deal because we are actually separated from God because of our sin. Think of it this way. The people of the world are are right here and that's us. And way over here is a holy and a just and a loving God. In between a holy and a just and a loving God who cares deeply for all of us and wants to be in a relationship with us. In between this holy and perfect God and the people of the world is this great gap or this great separation. And so the people of the world, that's us, Often we try with our own intuition and our own efforts and our own intellect to bridge that gap, that chasm between us and God and we do it this way. Well, I'll try religion because God certainly has to love religion and so I'll give that a shot and that will help me reach God. Or we try being our best me And hopefully by the end of my life, all of my good will outweigh the bad and that will help me to bridge this gap between me and a holy and a perfect God. Or we say things like this, generosity. Generosity. God loves the generous. And so I can use that as a way to bridge myself to God, to reach him. The problem is all of those things are Our efforts, they're human efforts and they fall short of a loving and a holy and a perfect God and so we still have this enormous gap. God, out of his great love and compassion and his desire to pursue people and be in relationship with us, recognized this gap. And so out of his love for each and every one of us, he decided to bridge that gap for us by sending his one and only son at a cost to pay the price for our sins, big sins, little sins, and everything in between. And here's the deal. It's not what I do, right? The people of the world, we try to do a lot to reach God the good news is it's not what I do that bridges that gap. It's what this holy and perfect God has done on my behalf by sending Jesus to bridge that gap so that we can be at peace with him. And here's what God says in Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith. By faith. By faith, not by doing stuff, but by simply trusting in Jesus. What does that even mean? Well, trusting in Jesus means that we depend on him alone for forgiveness and for life. Simply trust. Simply trust. I want to go back to our big idea for just a moment, which tells us, enjoy Easter, Okay, this is possible for all of us. Enjoy Easter by acknowledging the high price that Jesus paid so that we could know him. How do you acknowledge? How do you acknowledge? Two takeaways today. Number one, enjoy Easter by trusting in Jesus. And maybe that's a step that you've never taken before and you are trusting in your own human effort Just know it will always fall short because it's a human effort and we need a divine method to get us to God and he provided that for us through the person of Jesus and now he simply asks us, trust, trust, be at peace with God through faith, through trust, in the work of Jesus, and so if you have never trusted before, just know there is a God who loves you deeply, who put this great plan in motion. He sent his son Jesus life, and then his life was cut short, no life, at a cost for you and for me, and then he rose again, Conquering death and providing a way for us to know him personally. If you have never trusted in Jesus alone, then this is your Easter. This is your Easter. To by faith have peace with God through the work of Jesus Christ. Enjoy Easter by trusting in Jesus if you've never done that before. And then secondly, if you have trusted in Jesus, if you've taken that step before, then enjoy Easter by pausing a little bit today. And I would encourage you to do this in the busyness of a fantastic meal that's probably coming and friends and family that you will gather around today in the midst of all of the hubbub and all of the activity, whatever that may look like for you, I would encourage you to pause and thank him for the extraordinary price he paid For you, and may that overwhelm you in a great way as you celebrate another Easter. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Father, we come to you on this Easter and we recognize the extraordinary price that you paid for us. And so we give thanks right now. We honor you. We praise you. We respond to you and to your greatness. We are so thankful for the powerful words found in Romans chapter 5 that just help us to know our human effort is not good enough. You recognize that, you saw that, and so you provided a way for us to reach you. You provided a way for us to be in relationship with you by sending your one and only son, and that came at a cost. There was a high price for that. And so we're grateful for your plan and for the gift of Jesus and for the depths of what he walked through for each and every one of us. I'd like for you just to keep your head bowed and your eyes closed for a moment and for you to use this quietness here to think about where you stand before God on this Easter. It'd be a shame if you just walk in and out of here and you don't contemplate your friendship with God. Maybe you're here and you've trusted in Jesus alone. You've taken that step at some point And you would say, yes, I believe in him and I'm not adding anything to that. No human effort because I know it's not good enough. I've trusted in Jesus alone. I'm depending just on him. Then I would encourage you right now, take this time to thank God for his extraordinary gift for you. From your heart to God's ears, in our imperfect ways, in your unscripted ways, just talk to him and thank him for his extraordinary gift. Maybe you're here and you've never trusted in Jesus alone to rescue you. And you're getting this morning on this Easter that there is a way for you to be at peace with God. There is a way. Then I would just encourage you right now. Lift up these kinds of words our great God say God I know that I'm a sinner I know that I've fallen short I know that I have failed I know that I have messed up my life just communicate that to God in your own words he already knows this about us but he loves to hear how we see ourselves before him just talk to him about that and then would you thank him for sending Jesus to live and die and rise again for you. Personalize it. Put your name in there because God did all of that for you. Just thank him for sending Jesus for you. And then tell God that you're trusting in Jesus alone to rescue you. You're putting your faith in him you are depending only on Jesus and not human effort just tell him that invite him to be your leader your forgiver and then would you just thank him for rescuing you just thank him Father, it's Easter, another holiday. But we're here today because we want it to be so much more than just another celebration. We want to remember the precious gift of life. God, we celebrate life often when a child is born, when a grandchild is born. That's a miracle. It's a beautiful thing. And we smile and our hearts are filled with joy over life. God, you gave up your son so that he could live and die and then rise again so that his life could pay for ours. What a miracle that is. And today we consider that Jesus is alive. He's no longer in the grave. Death could not hold him. The grave could not keep him. The stone could not bind him in that tomb. Scripture makes it clear that it was rolled away and Jesus walked because life returned. And because he has life, we can now have life as well. So God, I pray for every single person in this room who has trusted in you alone today to rescue them. I pray that they would walk out of here ready to celebrate Easter like never before because they get it and they have you. And you've assured them you will never leave them or forsake them. You can't, you won't. And So God, I pray that you'd encourage them and help them to celebrate well. God, for those of us who have trusted, help us to remember you and the cost that Jesus paid, the price he paid for each and every one of us. May that overwhelm all of us today in a great way as we give thanks to you for your sacrifice, for the miracle of the life of Jesus. We pray this in his name. Thanks for listening. If you call Valley Point Church home or would like to make a donation, please go to valleypointchurch.com slash online giving. If you're in need of prayer, we would love to serve you in that way. Send us a message at prayer at valleypointchurch.com Be blessed.